Tuesday Meeting, October 26, 1976. LL Research, Channeling, Hatan. Dawn, Channeling. In the love and the light of our infinite Creator. It is a very great privilege to be with you at this time. A very great privilege. This is our mission. Yes, my friends, this is our mission to speak to you. We have spoken to you for many, many of your years. We have spoken to many upon the surface of your planet. We have spoken primarily through instruments such as this one, and we have done this for a specific reason. You are aware of this reason. We are limited, as you know, to provide information, shall we say, but information in such a manner that it may be accepted as being from us or rejected, shall I say, as not being a valid communication from what you would call an extraterrestrial source. The information, my friends, must be given to the peoples of your planet. It is urgently needed. Yet, we cannot do this in any manner that would prove to them beyond questionable doubt that it comes from us. My friends, it is necessary to act in this way, because to act in any other way would destroy the primary benefit that each of you on earth receive in your stay upon planet earth. You are in the condition that you are in at this time, as are all those who dwell upon the surface of your planet, primarily to experience a condition of voluntary choice. Each thought that you think is yours to choose. It is necessary to choose wisely if you are to progress. But the choice must always be up to the individual and not impressed from some external source. This is the method by which the individual grows in understanding. This is the only method by which he grows. My friends, each of you here tonight is aware enough of what we have given you to make wise choices in your thinking. All that is lacking, shall I say, is possibly diligence. Diligence in choosing thoughts, my friends. This is the way of the masters. My friends, your thinking is all that exists. The entire universe is a thought. All that is necessary for any condition or any experience is thought. We extend to you simple instructions to be used in an extremely beneficial environment to create a very rapidly accelerated evolution of thought. Make use of your present condition, for it has been chosen, it has been desired. In fact, as you say, totally programmed by yourself. It is for your benefit, my friends, each of you individually. Make use of your present condition, for this is what you planned to do. Do it to reach that goal that each of us so earnestly desires, the goal of union in thinking with our Creator. For in this union, my friends, is all that you could ever possibly express in love. 
it is, shall I say, a strange and devious path to this understanding. But if it were not necessary, it would not exist. Become aware of each second of your existence. Know in fullest detail the motivations of each of your actions and each of your thoughts. Meditate and become aware. Use this awareness, then, to act. It is not necessary to make complex plans for future activities. It is only necessary to meditate. In your meditation, the understanding that you seek will be easily revealed. It is necessary that the individual gain knowledge in this manner, for only in this manner can he become able to direct his own thinking. In any other manner, my friends, he is not truly evolving, but simply reacting. And, my friends, the name of this game in which you now find yourselves is evolution. That is the secret behind all the activities upon your planet, an evolution of mind. You find yourself at present in what you might term a celestial cesspool of confused thinking. This is strong language, but my friends, we can say at this time that it is the case upon your planet. It is a condition that is not desired by any of us. However, it is a condition that exists. And it is a condition that can produce the very gods that have the responsibilities for the evolution of those who have been deprived for so long of the knowledge that they would seek. I am sorry for the delay. I was having some difficulty with the instrument. I shall continue. It is difficult at times to express through an instrument using your language precisely what we wish to say. For this reason, it sometimes seems that we prolong our communications. It is necessary to attempt to express in your language that which we would wish to give you in such a way that it will be useful to you. I am going to condition this instrument, but at this time transfer the contact to another instrument. Carla Channeling I am with this instrument. I am Hatan. Again, I am sorry for the delay. We are having quite a bit of difficulty with this instrument this evening. We will continue. It has been written in your holy works that you need not ponder what your needs are, because they will be met by the Father. This is a truth which has been much misunderstood by your peoples. Truth is not something that one can consciously say and thus be clothed in. One may hold in one's hand those words which have been spoken by the Master known as Jesus, or any other of your holy words. One can know them by heart, and one can proclaim them to others. And yet, if one is speaking them and not living them, they will not be true for him. The Creator will not guard his footsteps, will not 
give him his daily bread. For his consciousness is still dwelling in the precincts of the illusion. It is only in meditation and contemplation of that presence, which is more real than your very breathing, that you become aware of the actual reality of the Creator. Once for one moment in a day you have touched this reality, you walk forth bearing that reality as a cup bears the life-giving fluid within it. Then the Creator will fulfill your every need. We have said to you many times to remove your concentration from those things which inaudible, and to place that concentration upon the Creator, and the Creator will put His concentration upon what you need. Within the illusion, you oft-times are mistaken about what you truly need. The Creator is never mistaken. Therefore, leave all high-sounding words and all appearances, and seek within yourself for the silence in which is that still, small voice as you would say. We are here, as have been many before us, to bring you good news, to tell you that love and the thoughts that proceed from love are all that there is within the universe. Quick note right here, right when Hatan says good news, there was an individual on the floor above the meditation group that began playing a soft, sweet music, as if on cue. We are here to ask you to claim your birthright as the creator of your thoughts and therefore your universe. Link your thoughts with the creator and let him think your life. I would like to transfer back to the other channel this time. I am Hatan. Dawn channeling. I am with the instrument. I am Hatan. I am sorry for the delay in using this instrument. It was necessary to establish a better contact. At this time, I have established this contact. My friends, it is very, very important to know yourself. This is your first mission upon this planet, to know your own thinking. There is only one way for you to do this, and that is through meditation. Through meditation, you will be able to know yourself. It is impossible to analyze in a conscious manner your own thinking. It is necessary that you become aware of yourself in meditation. For this reason, meditate each day. It is of prime importance. It is difficult sometimes. Your busy activities, inaudible. However, if you are to accomplish what you have set out to accomplish, it is necessary that you do this. In no other way can you fulfill your own desire to grow, to take this splendid opportunity to grow into that form of thought, you might say, that you have chosen for your own. For that form, my friends, is a form of total love. At this time, I would request questions. Carla, what can you tell us about Bigfoot? Hatan, I am aware of the problem concerning Bigfoot. The problem is very simple. 
it is unfortunate that, at this time, this information is somewhat restricted, shall I say, as are many bits of information which we may give you. However, it is possible to say that the Bigfoot type of creature is an important part of the development of your planet. He will increase in great numbers in the very near future and play a very important part in the transition of your planet. He is not a malevolent form. He is docile. He is not related to another form which is not of a physical nature but of what you term an astral nature. This form is similar to what you know as the werewolf. It is not a Bigfoot creature. It is not manifesting in your physical illusion except for very short periods of time. There is nothing to fear from these creatures, for they are unable to attack those who are of the light. B. Are they able to attack humans at all? Hatan. This is possible. It is dependent upon the vibrational situation. B. Of the human being? Hatan. That is correct. Carla, are you aware of the article I was reading this afternoon? Can you see that in my mind, about the UFO with a Bigfoot-type entity inside it? Could you at all say what that guy was doing in the UFO, or what the guy was seeing on the ground that saw this, why they're in UFOs, what the connection is? Hatan. This is a vehicle of conveyance which is formed by thought on what you call an astral plane. The creature of which you speak is not physical in your terms, but partially so. His vehicle, both physical and that conveyance which you term a UFO, partially materialized into your density. He is able to vitalize his body through the use of the blood of animals upon which he preys, just as a bird of prey in your skies uses the blood of the animals upon which he preys. The difference, my friends, is that this entity, for most of your experience, is not physical and is a transient in your world. This is possible at this time because of the progress of your planet in transition. It was possible in the past only in very limited cases but will become more prevalent in the future, along with many other entities which have been for many years of your time, denizens of what you term the astral planes. Many of them will be for short periods of time manifesting in the physical and then, as time progresses, for longer periods. It is necessary, if one is to sustain a physical body, that body be nourished by physical substance, just as you nourish your physical body. Each of these creatures, no matter what type, if they are to maintain a physical body as you know it, will find it necessary to nourish that body. The mutilations of which you speak are simply nourishments. They are not being carried out by the variety of Bigfoot that now dwells within your plane, this variety of Bigfoot is vegetarian. Carla, the werewolf type of Bigfoot, is its form dependent upon the thought forms of the people of this planet? Is he shaped, made like he is, 
because of various atom. The shape of this entity is ancient. It is a formation that was brought about by the mating of a certain race in your ancient times. A race that evolved in what you would have called the second density. This race was lost in your physical world at the end of that cycle of experience, but remains in thought in what you term the astral plane. As your planet makes its present transition, it is possible in a more direct manner for these earlier forms to emerge in your worlds due to the transition which is both mental and physical. The physical part having to do with a nourishment and a polarization which is derived from the cattle which are mutilated and drained of blood. Is this a sufficient explanation? Carla. Yes, thank you. I would like to ask about the other Bigfoot, if that's all right. The physical Bigfoot. Is that an ancient species too? How did this form evolve? How long has it been on this earth? And how long... Hatan, this, this animal, as you might call it, is neither truly an animal or what you call a species of man. It is, as you say, of a different order. It is what you might call the missing link, the missing link between the ape man that you know upon your planet and the human that you know upon your planet. There was, in many years past, an experiment that occurred upon your planet. An experiment having to do with the mating of a species that you know of as the ape and the species that you know of as human. This experiment was performed by, shall we say, the scientific community, which had a purpose somewhat unknown to your peoples today. The purpose was to produce a physical vehicle which could endure great hardships as the ape form, as you know, can. However, it was desired that the ape-like vehicle be equipped with the intelligence of a more highly evolved human. The experiment was to create a race of human apes, a high order of intelligence but yet with vehicles which could endure great hardship. The reason for this was that a transition of planetary condition was foretold a condition that would no longer facilitate the human because of atmospheric and environmental conditions. It was thought that if this more rugged race of creatures could be developed, that experience in the physical upon this planet could continue. This, then, was the origin of what you know as the Bigfoot creature. The human which was used in combination with what you know as the ape was not the type of individual that now inhabits your planet, but of a different variety. Carla, was this in Atlantis? Hatan, this was previous to the time of Atlantis. However, there were some experiments done in what you know as Atlantis. Carla, and the Bigfoot has survived ever since then in remote places? Hatan. This is correct, however, in very sparing numbers. He has had the intelligence to maintain total aloofness, for he has realized that 
it would be of no benefit for him to come in contact with the race of man that is now upon your surface. However, at this time, there is a need for him in increasing numbers. B. Will it ever be possible to communicate with this creature? Hatan. This creature can communicate with you at any time he desires. It is only necessary for him to think, for he is telepathic. Carla. I'm not really clear about what the connection is between the UFOs and Bigfoot. I guess that's part of the restricted... Hatan. The UFOs of which you speak are vehicles created by the astral form. Carla. Oh, they are the ones like the werewolves? Hatan. Yes, they are vehicles created by thought. Carla. So the Pennsylvania type or the California type of Bigfoot don't have connection with UFOs or connection with you? Or is that a whole other story? Hatan. The UFO is a thought form created on the astral plane. It is a vehicle which transports that astral form of the entity which you might term a werewolf. Carla. Okay, but is there a connection between the Confederation and the physical UFOs? Because there have been UFOs sighted in connection with the non-werewolf type of Bigfoot, too. Or is that coincidence? Or is that restricted? Hatan. I am sorry for the delay. I was working this out. The instrument is having difficulty with this concept. However, I will attempt to answer your question. Physical Bigfoot has been in contact with the Confederation throughout its stay upon your planet. It has been in contact through the method of telepathy. There is a liaison which takes place. The liaison is more for maintenance than anything else. Carla, what type? Hatan, maintenance, food. Carla, oh. Hatan, there are cases when these creatures are in need of physical sustenance in the form of food. We simply supply them. Carla, to Dawn. Oh, I know you're getting tired. Dawn. I'm okay. Carla. Okay, one more question. There have been numerous cases. I can only think of one specifically, but I just never could figure it out. It was the case in Pennsylvania. I know the channel's familiar with it, so just get it out of his mind. And in connection with a UFO and Bigfoot, the contactee had a kind of an alarming difficulty where he fell down and was having a fit, but then he saw the... Hatan. The condition is understood at this time. Carla. Was this an anomaly? Was this the Bigfoot attempting to communicate to man on Earth? Or was it a UFO? Hatan. It was a case of communication specifically with an entity in your world. 
in your race. He, the craft was a thought form created by the entities of your astral plane. It had substance and being in your world for a short time. It conveyed the bodies of creatures which are likened to what you call the werewolf. These creatures emerged upon your physical world and were drawn to the entity known to you as Stephen because of his polarity. They found upon the physical plane a like mind, you might say, and for that reason came in simplest form to greet him. He, in turn, fired at them with a weapon which they then understood to be an act of hostility and, for this reason, retreated. They were unable to maintain the thought form which was their vehicle, which then vanished. They were able at a later time to, shall we say, dematerialize. However, the vision that the one known as Stephen enjoyed was impressed by shall we say, his higher self. It was a warning not only to him, but to all men of this planet to choose carefully their path. Carla, and that's why he was in such a traditional form? A guy with a sickle? Because of this higher self talking to him? Hatan, that is correct. Carla, I see Okay, thank you very much. Hatan. Are there any other questions? B. Will there be an increasing number of these physical examinations by UFOs? Hatan. These physical examinations are not planned by us. These physical examinations are examinations done by another group. They are not meant to harm. They are meant to help. They are not for the purpose of aiding you in your developments, but for the purpose of understanding your human condition. For there are entities now concerned with this planet who have not evolved through your human condition, as you call it. They are not familiar enough with your vehicles and desire this knowledge so as not to harm you, for it will be necessary for them to come within close proximity of your population. Numerous times in the past, there has been harm done to members of your population caused by proximity to their craft. It will be a valuable knowledge that they derive from these examinations. It is, I am afraid, a necessary part of the coming program having to do with what you might term the harvesting process upon your planet. For you see, my friends, at this time the harvesting process is stratified and there will be more than one type of contact, for your planet at this time is amazingly stratified in levels of consciousness. It would not be such a complex job if it were not for the fact that you terminate, at this time, what you call a master cycle of evolution. It is a very complex sorting job, you might say, and for this reason, much information about those of your peoples who dwell here is presently needed. We, of what you might call the teaching realm, realize the confederation of planets in the service of the infinite creator are not involved in this portion of the mission with respect to your planet. We have the job of helping you in the evolution of your own consciousness 
We are, what you might say, our college professors. We are not in any common function over those who will be acting on your surface in a more direct manner. Some of them are a little more rash, shall I say, than others. And this, my friends, is basically due to the stratification of which I have previously spoken. That there are many, many here to aid you at this time, my friends, is true. There are many levels of consciousness. Your planet goes through a transition that is monumental in its experience. There is no one single answer to any of your questions, except the question with respect to the Creator and His love. All of the other activities are very numerous in their orientation. As you know, the numbers of people upon your surface are many. The conditions of thought upon your surface range in a wide polarity of development. Consequently, those whom you meet from elsewhere may have a wide range in their methods. Does this sufficiently answer your question? B. Yes, thank you. Hatan. Are there any other questions? There is but one other thing that we would wish to pass through this instrument at this time, and that is that each of you will be completely successful. You cannot help but be so, for you have chosen a path which terminates in success. The only factor in the slightest question, my friends, is the rate down which you traveled this path. That rate, my friends, is a function of but one thing, a function of your thinking. Carla, I do have one more question, if the channel is not too tired. What you said reminded me of it. Is that all right? Hatan, I am aware of the question. Carla, you are? I will ask it if you wish. Hatan, it is not necessary. It is a very great privilege to say at this time that each of you is upon a mission that has been selected long ago. This mission very, very shortly will culminate, shall I say, in a flurry of activity, which will be unexpected. However, all of the fragments of this culmination are being brought together as planned. Carla, that was basically my question. Basically, I wanted to know whether all the delays we are having are built in. In other words, that the people of this sphere who are helping, like Brother Philip, are attempting to time it so that it would come out at the right time. Is that why we are having these delays? Hatan, this is basically correct. Carla, thank you. Hatan, at this time, I will leave the instrument. It has been a very great privilege to speak with you. It is always a great privilege. Avail yourself of our contact through meditation. We will do everything that we possibly can to aid you in your seeking of that which we all seek. To understand love. Adonai. Adonai Vasu. Go forth then, 
rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator.